one Allah has said that the belly of the beautiful city will split open. The belly of the beautiful city, Makkah Mukarramah, will split open. With that, Allah has said river-like passages will flow from it. River-like passages will flow from it. 15-20 years ago, for the muhaddisin, the teachers of hadith, perhaps they would give a different meaning to this prophecy. But Allahu Akbar, in the time that we live in today, we don't have to give it any other meaning but the literal meaning, what is mentioned in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Kufti Taqi also has mentioned that in his kitab. The prophecy given pinpoint, perfect description. What is meant by the belly splitting and river-like passages flowing from it. His brothers who have seen Makkah Mukarrama, who go for Umrah, who go for Hajj, they've all been there, Alhamdulillah. You will see many, many tunnels there. Have you seen tunnels there? Long, long tunnels. Allahu Akbar. Tunnels made from the mountain, it pierces through the mountain, in, it makes inroads in the whole of the city. One can go from one area to another area in the city of Makkah Mukarramah through that tunnel. And this is what is meant, meant by the words of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, 1400 years ago, that the belly of the city, Makkah, will split open. River-like passages will flow. Point number two, what he said, Hazrat Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ke al-fazi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that the buildings will rise up higher than the mountains that surround Makkah Mukarramah. The buildings will rise up higher than the mountains that surround Makkah Mukarramah. When you see these two faced lifts of the beautiful city Makkah Mukarramah, this transformation, then the day of Qiyamah is not very far. All the people here will agree with me that this is in front of our eyes, isn't it? Allah. The two tower blocks, even the name that is given to that hotel, is it, what, what is it, Sheraton Hotel? The Hilton Hotel, the Hilton Hotel, Hilton Hotel. The two tower blocks. In fact, when you are doing tawaf of Hanayi Qaba, and if you are sitting in the Mataf of Qatul Mukarramah, you can actually see the tower blocks and that hotel, Hilton Hotel, right in front of you. Wallahu alam, one part, the top part of that hotel is, I have heard, Allah knows best. It is booked by the, the Sultan of Brunei for 12 months. So anytime when he wants to come, it is reserved for him. And that room, that VIP room there is such that if you are sleeping on your double bed, you can actually see the people making tawaf, and that is how the building has been constructed. The VIP people own that, and it's been reserved for the whole of the 12 months. Wallahu alam. But that is a possibility. 
everything is there. Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that. The tunnels are there and the hotels that you see getting higher and higher, higher and higher, higher and higher. Allahu Akbar. In fact, Makkatul Mukarramah Khana Yaqaba is right in the middle and in the surroundings is all mountains. But if you are in the Mataf, you can only see hotels. You can only see hotels. Day by day. The prophecy is so perfect, so perfect, that even when the believers, it is masnoon when they go for Hajj to stand, or Umrah, to stand on Safa and Marwa. To stand on Safa and Marwa. The authority, Hadimul Haramain al Sharifain, Malik Fahad, has done the Muslims this favor that he has, Allahu Akbar, taken out, derooted Marwa mountain. There is no more Marwa there. You have that spot where the Hadis and the people who make Umrah, who do Umrah, who go from Safa to Marwa. Safa is there. I hope so, inshallah. Safa should be there. Anyone who's been there recently. So the mountain is there, little mountain, Kaabdam. And to facilitate the, pe the people there, MashaAllah, what do we say? MashaAllah to that. There is no more Marwa. There is no more Marwa. People were doing Bid'ah, Bid'ah. So if people do Bid'ah, whatever they do, you just take it out of the picture. Nothing is there. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. Bole. Where Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was born, the birthplace of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. How sacred that must be. Not even the local Arabs know where that area is. They don't even know where that area is. Why? Just in case the Pakistanis and the Hindustani Muslims go and decide to do bid'ade. So what do we do? We take it out from its surface. No longer there. And for your information, a library is there. A library. But nobody knows anything about it. When you go in the library, if you, are, if you talk to the shuyukh that are sitting there and ask them, is this the area where Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was born? And it has happened to me. And they say, la khalas, khalas mafi, bid'a, bid'a, khalas, bid'a. Everything is bid'a for them. What is it? Everything is bid'a for them. And when you look at the British people, they have preserved everything. Everything. British history is preserved. Everything here. Allahu Akbar. Someone told me that special types of flower are growing in his house. And apparently his neighbor is an Englishman. I don't know if he's sitting here. If I can see him. Probably listening at home, inshallah. And the neighbor is an Englishman. That Englishman said to that Muslim person that be careful, make sure you look after these flowers because it is one of its kind. If, any, if the authority sees you doing anything wrong with these flowers, then there is a possibility that you might be fined. You might be fined. Oh, Farubai is here. MashaAllah, Farubai is here. I'm talking about Farubai. Allah Akbar. You can testify to that. 
And this is the limit they go. Nevertheless, going back to the topic, Huzur alayhi salatu wassalam said, the mountains will not be visible anymore. Instead, what will you see? Buildings, buildings, power blocks, and that is it. When you see that condition of Makkah Mukarramah, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, I said, all you have to do is wait for the last hour, the day of Qiyamah is very, very close. Allahu Akbar It is as if Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, standing in the city of Makkah Mukarramah, was witnessing and seeing all, everything what was about to happen, even in the year 2001, year 2002. Pinpoint precise prophecy given to us. SubhanAllah. This is the ma'ajiza. This is the room, the knowledge given to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, the knowledge given to me is exclusive. It's not given to anyone. I have the knowledge of all the things that had occurred in the past and will occur in the future. SubhanAllah al-Azim. And his knowledge was not just limited to this dunya but even to the heavens. Bismillah, by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hazrat Nabi Karim was with the companions. And all of a sudden, the companions with Hazrat Nabi Karim heard this very loud bang that shook the earth from them at that time. Quickly they said to Hazrat Nabi Karim Ya Rasulullah, what is this noise? Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to them, a special area in Jahannam, a special area in Jahannam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded to the angels to throw a rock, a stone in that part of Jahannam. And 70 years ago the angels took up that rock and threw it down and it has just landed now and that is the noise that you are hearing. This was the knowledge of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this was the miracle. Because it is impossible for any human being to hear things that happen in Jannat and Jahannam. But the blessing, the barakat of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was so powerful that the effects were even felt by the companions, the companions that were close to Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam because of the taqwa. This was the knowledge. Allahu Akbar Kabira. Another sign of the Qiyamah, of the day of Qiyamah. Subhanallah al-Azim, the hadith which is narrated by Hazrat Usama bin Zaid, radiallahu ta'ala. Hazrat Usama bin Zaid. Quite a coincidence, when you spell the name Usama, the first three letters are USA. Isn't it? Isn't that quite a coincidence? When you spell Usama, or am I, am I spelling it the wrong way? I'm not, am I? Is it alright? Yeah. Professional people, you, you must say yes to it. Quite a coincidence. But in the Arabic language it is Alif Seen Alif Meem Te. But in the in- English language, if you were to spell Usama, it's USA. The first three letters are USA. Anyway, he is the narrator, Hazrat Usama bin Zaid radiallahu ta'ala, the most beloved of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the son of Hazrat Zaid radiallahu ta'ala just to introduce the companions to the brothers here who is Hazrat Zaid and who is Hazrat Usama Usama is the son of Hazrat Zaid 
Hazrat Zayd radiyallahu ta'ala in the early days he was the slave of Hazrat Khadijah al-Kubra radiyallahu ta'ala. In the Arab traditions, the law in the the Arabian law at that time was that if two tribes fought, the tribe that lost the fight, they would have to pay the penalty. The women and the children were taken as slaves. And that is how Hazrat Zaid radiallahu ta'ala was taken to be a slave. And he was passed down from one master to another master, one master to another master, at a very young age, he was a very young boy, three to four years old, until finally he came down to Hazrat Khadijah al-Kubra. Hazrat Khadijah al-Kubra, the wife of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, gave Hazrat Zaid radiallahu ta'ala in the khidmat of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, so Hazrat Zaid radiallahu ta'ala can do khidmat of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Being a young boy, the parents were worried about him. The father and the uncle of Hazrat Zaid radiallahu ta'ala were looking for him everywhere. Until they found out that their son Hazrat Zaid is in the city of Makkah Mukarramah. Allahu Akbar. At the age of three and four, the child was taken away as a slave. What must be the condition of the father? How anxious he must be to see the child. Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah. A very close friend of mine who has passed away. Marhum. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy on him. Forgive all his sins. He was blind. He was blind. And his father was a great Buzrug. In fact, Amir Suli Saab, he is the, the Amir of the whole of Portugal, Tablighi Jamaat. Incredible person, very close friend to me, the father, Amir Sulisab, and his son, who has passed away. Sitting at his house in Portugal, he can't see the daughter, that is Fatima, young daughter. She was praying in the madrasa. And Fatima would come close to the father and she was sitting on the lap. And touching words, the father said to Fatima. Marhum said to Fatima, Fatima, when will your father ever see your beautiful face? Allahu Akbar. Now that is, and I was there listening, Allahu Akbar. That is the time you have qadr of each na'mah that Allah has given us. When the father touches the face of his daughter, beautiful daughter, and he is saying, Fatima, when will your father see your face? How do you look? Allah, he has passed away. And that is why straight away in the hadith, guaranteed jannah for those Muslims, for the believers who are blind, guaranteed jannah. This is hadith, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has described the two eyes as habibatan or karimatan or kama qal alayhi salatu wa salam. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts an individual on trial by his eyes, Allah blesses him straight away with Jannah. So imagine Hazrat Zayd radiallahu ta'ala at a very young age was captured as a slave. 
the father and the uncle have been looking for him everywhere. Coincidentally, Allah Akbar, he is under, coincidentally, he is in the care of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The father and the uncle come in the city of Makkah, Mukarrama, asking everyone, you have heard of Zaid, my son Zaid? And all of the Arabs are pointing out to him, yes, he is in the company of the Prophet. He is in the company of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam came out. The uncle and the father were there. And the father and the uncle said, Are you the master, the owner of Zaid radiallahu ta'ala? Hazrat sallallahu alayhi wasallam said to them, Who are you? And what do you need of Zaid? And they said that I am the father and he is the uncle. In front of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, literally, the father is begging, I am prepared to pay any amount of money, anything, any amount that you want, but free my child, give my child to me. Hazrat Zaid is my son. Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, always, he always had a smile, and to smile, smile does not cost any money, it's free of charge. Allah, a lot of people find that very difficult. <laughs> Allah, smiling is free of charge. It's good for you, smiling. Nothing too bad. It is the Sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa With a smile, Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Hazrat Zaid that Hazrat Zaid come here out from the Hujra. He was inside. Hazrat Zaid, when he came out, straight away he recognized his father and his uncle. Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Hazrat Zaid, is he your father? Hazrat Zaid says, Ya Rasulullah, without a doubt he is my father and he is my uncle. Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying to Hazrat Zaid, Zaid, they have come to take you away from me. The choice is yours, I don't want nothing from your father, you are free to go. If you will, if you wish, you can go to your father. Or if you wish, you can stay with Muhammad Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Allahu Akbar These were the companions Looking at the father Hazrat Zaid radiallahu ta'ala answered that Oh my father I cannot Prefer Anyone Above Hazrat Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Even if he is my own father the father said to Zaid, we have come from such a long distance and this is what you give us as an answer. You prefer to stay as a slave. You want to stay as a slave and you refuse to become a free man. Hazrat Zaid radiallahu ta'ala says to the father, Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has never ever treated me like a slave. Never. When he heard that from the father, Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Hazrat Zaid and giving tasalli to the father, Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam called all the companions that were there and publicly announced. He said, as from today to satisfy 
the uncle and the father of Zaid. I declare as from today, Zaid is no longer my slave, but Zaid is Muhammad's son, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. It is said that from that day on, all the companions remembered Hazrat Zaid by the name of Hazrat Zaid bin Abdullah, Zaid bin Muhammad, Zaid bin Muhammad. Which Zaid are you talking about? Zaid bin Muhammad, Zaid bin Muhammad. Ah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Zaid is my son. And Zaid is the father of Hazrat Usama radiallahu ta'ala. We won't go into Hazrat Usama radiallahu ta'ala. Allahu Akbar. He is the narrator of the hadith. He says that Ashraf al Nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ala utumim min atwam al Madina. Ash sallallahu alayhi wa sallam stood upon a high peak of mountain on the outskirts of Madina tul Munawwara. Fakala, hal tarawna ma'ara. Ash sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to the companions, Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? The companions says, Kalu la ala. La, O Prophet of Allah, we don't have that capacity to see what you see. And Ah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has mentioned Allahu Akbar again, even this prophecy has been fulfilled. Huzur Alayhi Salatu Wasallam's words are incredible words. He says that Inni Laaral Fitna Taka'u Khilala Buyutikum Kawaka'il Matar I see fitna or I see tribulations entering your homes through the rooftops like how rain falls from the skies. I see fitna entering the homes of the believers, mu'mineen, muslimin, from the rooftops. Allahu Akbar, like how rain falls from the skies. I said to you, this prophecy has been fulfilled. How? Allama Sufi Jalaluddin, when the great massacre took place with the Muslims, in Bosnia also in 1991 Allahu Akbar he made istikhara what should the Muslims do why this suffering with the Muslims Allama Sufi Jalaluddin when he made istikhara in the night he saw a dream he saw a dream that this Buzruk a sheikh a pious man in his dream is sitting and Sufi Jalaluddin is saying to him, Ya Shaykh Hazrat, why this suffering of the Muslims? Why this suffering of the Muslims? Sufi Jalaluddin in his dream was given an answer by that Shaykh, that Buzruk in his dream. He said that tell the Muslims to take away, to put down the umbrellas from their rooftops. To put down the umbrellas from their rooftops and the suffering will end and the suffering will end what umbrellas Alama Sufi Jalaluddin Sahib Rahmatullah Madazillahul Ali Rada understood straight away that that umbrella is the satellite dish that is visible even on the streets wherever you go Allah on the rooftops satellite dish satellite dish satellite dish and this prophecy was given by Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 1400 years ago that fitna will enter from your rooftops satellite is there, satellite dish and we are using the satellite dish for all the wrong purposes viewing all the films, everything that is guna, everything that is najaiz, pornography har cheez usme ajat 
and the Muslims are they engaged great great people are they engaged again this prophecy of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam has been fulfilled Allahu Akbar Kabira the third prophecy of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam also and these are literally minor signs of Qiyamah we may take it to be something small but it is not something small it is major Allahu Akbar we have given refuge to the shaitan and we are not using it in the right way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq that we have taqwa, we make tawba, we make istighfar Allahu Akbar, so Allah's mercy comes with us it sometimes is very difficult even to take in words like that because a lot of the Muslims are there they have this attitude we all have this attitude that we just want to hear something that is feasible to us, not something that we cannot digest. But that is not right. Insha'Allah Ta'ala, maybe one day Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala will give us all the tawfiq. The third sign Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has mentioned is that last week I said to you, killing will be rampant. That is the sign of Qiyamah, Al-Haraj. Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has said one of the signs of Qiyamah is that the person who is killed he won't know for which reason he was killed the killer will not know why he killed that person yani qatil or maqtul they won't know at all the reason of shooting at someone why what is the purpose no purpose no reason at all like you see in america when they get into this frenzy mood, they take a gun, go into schools and shoot all the teachers. What happened? Nothing. Kuch hua. Allahu Akbar. Today in the radio I was listening that there is this new medication that treats acne. That treats acne. But by taking that medication, 15 people have uh, committed suicide. 15 people have committed suicide. Just by taking in that medication, acne. So there is a debate, should that be prescribed or not? This is the world that we live in today, Allahu Akbar Kabir. So basically all the minor signs are there and have been exposed. Some of the signs, Hazrat Huzaifa radiallahu ta'ala has mentioned that 72 signs of Qiyamah are mentioned. Aaf sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said 72 things before the coming of the main 10 signs of Qiyamah which are known as the major signs of Qiyamah the minor signs is that I won't go through all of them but just a few points silk garments will be worn by men silk garments will be worn by men divorces will become a common practice divorces will become a common practice sudden deaths will become a common occurrence all of a sudden Instead of desiring children, people will hate them. Instead of desiring children, people will hate them. Referring to birth control. Wine will be drunk freely. The slave girl shall be her master. In other words, the daughter shall rule over her mother and behave with her as a master behaves with his slave girls. These are the signs of Tayama. Women and men shall be partners in trade, as women are trying to take part in every walk of life side by side with men. Men will imitate women and women will imitate men. 
In other words, men and women shall adopt each other's guise and appearance. See what has actually happened today under the frenzy of fashion. So it is difficult to distinguish between men and women from a distance. Salam will be bidden only to those who are known and not to strangers. We only make salam to those who are who we know. And we know he is a Muslim. We know he is a Muslim, but we won't make salam. And sometimes salam is not done because of arrogance, pride. Allah give us all the tawfiq. The voices of the wrongdoers will rise in the mosque. In the hadith it is mentioned that Azad-e-Kabr is also connected to those people who talk in the masjid. In Juma, Imam is giving khutbah and personally I can see a lot of the brothers relaxing on the side wall there, talking away, talking away, talking away, on the side wall of the masjid. Allahu Akbar. Women engaged in the singing profession, film actresses, will be held in great esteem and accorded high status. Signs of Qayyamah. Musical instruments will be kept and preserved with care. Wine will be drunk by the roadsides. Justice will be sold in the courts of justice. The number of the police will increase. The number of police will increase. Don't you think there has been an increase in the police in Leicester? Or is it only I am seeing all the police everywhere? Wherever you go there has been police. Allah. Even the children now get excited. Papa police, Papa police. Allah. The Holy Quran will be recited in a musical style. The Holy Quran will be recited in a musical style. That is why we don't want to adopt anyone's style. Just read Quran with Ikhlas. And these are just some of the signs from the 72 signs mentioned in the hadith. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned that let me read the hadith to you. Hazrat Huzaifa bin Usayr al-Ghifari is the narrator. He says that we were talking about the signs of Qiyamah and all of a sudden Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came to us and he said that Mada tazkurun what is the nature of your conversation? And the companion says, Ya Rasulullah, we are talking about the signs of Tayama. Our sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to them, Innaha lan takuma hatta taraw qablaha ashara ayatin fadakara ad-dukhan wa ad-dajjal wa ad-daba wa tulu'i shamsi min maghribiha wa nuzula isa ibn Maryam wa yajuj wa majuj wa thalasata khusufin khasfun bil mashrik wa khasfun bil maghrib wa khasfun bi jazidatil arab wa akhiru thalika narun taqruju min al-yamani tatrudu al-nasa ila mahsharihim. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, Qayyamah will not come until you witness ten clear signs. These are the major signs of Qayyamah. Number one, smoke or fog that will cover everything. The second sign is Dajjal, the coming of Dajjal. Dajjal will come. The third sign is the beast. The beast will have the Asa of, Sule- Asa of Musa alayhi salam and the ring of Hazrat Sulaiman alayhi salatu was salam. The fourth sign, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, sun rising from the west and setting in the east. The fifth sign, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, coming of Isa alayhi salatu wa salam. And the sixth is, wa yajuj wa majuj. 
Gog and Magog, Yajuj and Majuj, somewhere in Mongolia, somewhere in Mongolia. That is where you get the word Magog from Mongolia. And, uh, and this country, Mongolia, you don't hear anything about Mongolia in the news media. It is hidden away from the world. But the people who live there are barbaric people, very, very strong, strong people. And this is Allahu Akbar what is mentioned in the hadith that Yajuj and Ma, Majuj, yani Gog and Magog, that is where you get the word Mongolia. Where you get the word Mongolia. There is a possibility that these are the people of that descent. And Wasalasatu Khusufin, three earthquakes. One in the east, one in the west, one in the Arabian Peninsula. Finally, a massive fire from Yemen that will encircle the entire humanity towards Maidane Mahshar or the platform of accounting. These are the ten signs, major signs. Inshallah, we will go over it individually. But the ten signs will only come when the great Khalifa of the Muslim, Hazrat Imam Mahdi radiallahu ta'ala comes. He will be the introduction, the door will open after the coming of Hazrat Imam Mahdi radiallahu ta'ala. It is better to say Imam Mahdi radiallahu ta'ala. Imam Mahdi, Mahdi is a title given to Hazrat Imam Mahdi. That is not his name. In the Arabic language, one of the meanings of Mahdi is that the guided one, the guided one. Subhanallah al-Azim. The aqeedah of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah is very, very clear. He is not a prophet, nor is Isa alayhi salatu wasalam, nor will he come as a, a, a messenger with new rules and regulations, new sharia. No, he will be, both in fact will be the followers of the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasalam. He will be Amirul Mu'mineen, he will be the Khalifa. That is why he is known as, he is known as Imam. When he comes, he is the one who will lead the people to salah. Hatta even when Isa alayhi salatu was salam will come, he will say to Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam that you lead the prayers, and Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam will say, No, you are to lead the salat prayers. Aapne imamat karani hai. Again, to show the people there that Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam does not come as the mighty messenger, because if he came as the prophet, then it is not jais for anyone to stand in front of the Prophet and be an Imam whilst the Messenger is there, Rasul is there but he will be the follower of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam so Imam Mahdi, that title is given to him Imam Mahdi, what is his name in the Hadith it is mentioned Aap Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has said Ismuhu Ismi his name will be what is my name his name will be what is my name Muhammad will be the name of Imam Mahdi وَإِسْمُ أَبِيهِ إِسْمُ أَبِيهِ And the father's name of Hazrat Imam Mahdi will be Abdullah, the same name of my father. That is what is mentioned in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The ulama have taken out one masla from this hadith that even the, the, the Muslims, when they write their name, it is important that before writing the first name and the surname, it is important that the father's name should be connected in the middle, in the middle, with his first name and the surname, but the father's name should be in the middle. That is the tartib. 
That is the tartib. So everyone should know that she is the son of so and so person. Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the hadith has mentioned that al-mahdiyu min itrati. Mahdi will be from my progeny. Min buldi Fatima from the descendants of the family of Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala. And Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said in the hadith has titled him to be my son. Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam has said, my son, my son, he is my son. Al-Mahdi in Nabni, that Mahdi is my son. Fahuwa Sayyidun and he is a Sayyid. That is why anyone who is from the family members of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, from the Ali Bayt or Ahli Bayt, we refer to them in the Urdu language as being Sayyid. And this word comes from the Hadith. Ada Sayyidun that he will be a Sayyid. An incredible person. A very, very beautiful person. In the Hadith it is mentioned that he will have striking features. Absolutely. Absolute resemblance to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Like how when Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala anha would walk, the companions would, would see her in such a way that as if Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is walking. And Hassan, Hassan and Hussain radiallahu ta'ala and also, again, very very close to Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the physique that Allah had blessed them with. Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the hadith, hadith of Abu Dawud has mentioned the forehead will be like the forehead of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The nose will be like the nose of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He will be from the descendants of Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala. In the hadith of Abu Dawood Sharif, Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that Saadatu Ahlil Jannah, the leaders of Jannah, is Ana, myself, wa Hamza, Hazrat Hamza, wa Ali, Hazrat Ali, wa Ja'far, the brother of Hazrat Ali, wa Hassan, wa Hussein, Hazrat Hassan and Hussein, and Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the final words said Al-Mahdi, Al-Mahdi, he is also from the Saadat, Subhanallah Lazim. He will be born, he will be born in the beautiful city of Madinatul Munawwara. He will be a Madani. In the hadith it is mentioned when the Khalifa at that time will die. He will understand straight away that the only choice will be that he will become the next leader. And everything is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He will then migrate from Madinatul Munawwara to Makkatul Mukarrama. Forty years, he will be forty when people will know him as Imam Mahdi, the title will be given to him. He will be standing in between Hajar Aswad and Maqam Ibrahim, and some of the pious people at that time will see him and take him to be the Mahdi, and for the first time they will make bay'ah, take an oath on his hand. And that is the time, subhanallah, people will realize that he is Imam Mahdi. In the hadith it is mentioned that people will recognize him at the age of 40. When he will be 47, when he will be 47, the Jal will come. And in the seven years he will be busy fighting and making jihad, waging war with the mushrikeen, with the unbelievers. He will become a powerful person, a great leader. All the Muslims will flock towards him. 
unanimously he will be elected as the leader of the Muslims at that time, Amirul Mu'mineen, and Allah's protection will be with him. When he will be 47, the Jal will come, and when again at the age of 47, Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam will also come. He will stay in the company of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam for two years. Kitne saal ke li? Only for two years. Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam will kill Dajjal at Maqam-e-Lud in Israel today, Maqam-e-Lud and that area is still there, mentioned today, Maqam-e-Lud is there, a lot of people have seen it, that is the area where Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam will run after Dajjal and will kill him on that spot, he will die, he will dissolve like how salt dissolves in water. At the age of 49, Hazrat Imam Mahdi radiallahu ta'ala an will pass away. And the janazah namaz will be performed by Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam. The ulama have said that he will be buried in the city of Madinatul Munawwara in Jannatul Baqi. That is the information given to us. Allahu Akbar Kabira. It is said that a lot of the kuffar at that time will want to fight and be the enemy of Hazrat Imam Mahdi, like Mawlana Sahib had said at that time, this great, a very big army that will have at least 10 flags and, and under 10 flags, 12,000 people will be under one flag, all against Hazrat Imam Mahdi and they will come from Syria, they will come out from Syria, they will march Subhanallah, that is why the kuffar have got tasallut, have taken areas in the Arabian Peninsula, in the Middle East, sare ke sare maha one of the signs of Qiyamah is that kuffar will come as far as Khaybar, as far as Khaybar, and how far is Khaybar from the city of Madinatul Munawwara? A few hundred kilometers, and the kuffar are there already in Khaybar, the kuffar are already there, the base is there. Subhanallah And this massive army will come out from Syria, marching towards Madinatul Munawwara. At that time, Imam Mahdi will be there, all the Muslims will be with him. But it is said that in between Mecca and Mukarramah, a valley which is known as Maqam Bayza, when all of them get to Maqam Bayza, the earth will split open and every single one of them will be buried alive except for two people and the two people will go around and they will inform all the people there of what had happened and it is said when the Muslims and the scholars hear of this they will give their own fatwa that without a doubt this is Imam Mahdi why? because it was mentioned in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam that this massive army will be taken in and every single one of them will be buried Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq to make amal on what has been said. Inshallah maybe next week we can discuss on the time, the prediction given by some of the scholars when will Imam al-Mahdi come and then follow it up with uh, the coming of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wassalam wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. 
الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد المرسلين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين اللهم إنا نسألك العفو والعافية في الدنيا والآخرة اللهم إنا نسألك من رزاق والجنة ونعوذ بك من غضبك والنار وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته وأهل بيته أجمعين برحمتك يا